Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Final hour of The Jesse Kelly Show, which sucks. That sucks because I've been having a blast and we've gone over so much. I feel like there have been highs and there have been lows. And it's just, I mean, it's, it's been rough out there. It's been rough out there. But at the same time, being brilliant from me, the Shogun. What, Chris? It has been brilliant. And now it's time for you. Not your brilliance, though. Your humiliation. I share all of mine with you, do I not? Your most embarrassing stories. We're doing it all. You ready? You ready for this? I'm ready for this. Bruce in Spokane. Go. Hello, Jesse. First, I want to say thank you for all that you do, and I hope you enjoy this. When I was 17 years old, I was in a small grocery store in a small town in South Dakota. And the bread aisle was completely empty. I get up to the checkout counter. There's a good-looking young girl there. And before I realized what I was saying and I was getting checked out, I asked her if there was any place in this town you could get bread. Have a good evening. Oh, you know, 
It's yes, it's embarrassing. But you know how women women are obviously more they tend to be more emotional than men and things like that and and they can get caught up in the emotion of a relationship. And this these are all well-established things, but I wonder if women appreciate how nerve-rattling it is for young dudes who haven't really found their confidence yet to speak to them. When you're going up to speak to a pretty girl, when you're young and skinny, like I remember when I was 14 years old, and all you know is they're really hot, and I would really like to be able to, I don't know, talk to her, maybe have her just hang around me so I can smell her perfume a little bit, and walking up to them, it's seriously, you're not ladies, you're going to think I'm lying when I say this, but I need you to hear me. The fellas will back me up on this. If I had to choose, you know how tall a hundred foot cliff is? If there was a hundred foot cliff down into the water so I can land it, but it's going to hurt no matter what when I land in the water. If I had to choose between jumping off a hundred foot cliff when I was 14 and talking to a pretty girl and I was a confident kid, I don't know which one I would have chosen. Your knees start knocking together. It's ridiculous what they do to us. Why did you do that to us, Lord? It's terrible, these daggone women. Ivan, Idaho, go. So I don't know necessarily that uh, I felt super embarrassed about it at the time. I don't think I realized how embarrassing it really was. <laughs> but when I was just a wee lad, my dad had a real acute sense of humor, and we used to spend a lot of time on my grandparents' farm we were sitting on the porch one day, and he had a bag of chocolate-covered blueberries. He let me have a few. I was roughly four or five years old, and he'd let me have a few. I thought to myself, man, those are just absolutely delicious. Ask him for some more, and he said, no, you got to go get your own. I said, well, where can I go get those, Dad? Oh. And he said, out there in that field where all the goats are, I just picked them up from over there. Oh. And I spent 45 minutes to an hour trying to find a pile of tasty, yummy, chocolate-covered blueberries. He <laughs> was never successful, but he uh, he likes to remind me of that one on a regular basis. Thank you. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. Look, I've been there. I've, told, I've, I've got two pee stories. Look, first, all two of them. First, when I was a kid, my folks were having a, a big get-together of some kind in the backyard of the house. And it was all friends and family. You know, everyone's over there, and you got pizza and food and things like that. And the kids are running around. And I ran up to my dad. I would guess I was probably about the same age, maybe six or seven, I would guess. And I ran up to my dad, and I said, Dad, I got to pee. And he looks at me all weird, and he says, well, let's go around the tree and pee. He points this big tree in the yard, and I ran right over to that tree, and I walked all the way around it and faced everybody. And boom, just pants at the ankles and just hosed it down. Just hosed it down. And that's not even the worst time, Chris. The worst time was we were at the beach. And I'd never been to the beach. We were at Myrtle Beach. We were in Myrtle Beach. And I'd never been to the beach. And I just thought it was the best. I thought the water was the best. This is so great. And I had to pee. And I told Dad. I said, Dad, I got to pee. He said, he again, looks at me all weird. He said, go pee in the ocean. And I ran down to the water ankle deep and dropped my swim trunks down to my ankles and just hosed it all down right then and there. I've been there, dude. There's nothing stupid I haven't done. Ed, St. Louis, go. Okay, Jesse. I was on a Westpac tour as a corporal in the Marines. We were uh, stationed at Diego Garcia. At Diego Garcia, there was Brits, and the Brits wanted to see if Marines could drink or not. Oh. And I... 
took them up on their challenge. And when I took them up on their challenge, I was drinking fist for fist. And they said, hey, Ed, you know, that uh, lady over there is looking at you. I said, okay, let me go talk to her. And she said, uh, hi, how are you? I said, where are you from? She said, Birmingham. I said, Birmingham. I'm in the Marines for a while. I've been in Birmingham, Alabama. And she said, no, you silly twit. Birmingham, England. Oh. You know what? I've never been to Birmingham, England, but I bet it isn't near as cool as Birmingham, Alabama, because I love that freaking city. <laughs> uh, I should note this. Uh, this is a little PSA. We'll get back to these in a second. 877-377-4373. Your most embarrassing stories. No politics tonight. Too much heavy tonight already. 877-377-4373. I know that we have a bunch of young dudes and some young ladies in the services, the various services who listen. Obviously, in the Marines, there's plenty of Marines that listen. Devil Dogs, I need you to listen to me now. I have spent some time with the British Royal Marines. Now, when I say spent some time with them, we hung out with them a little in Iraq. Uh, hung out with a little of them, a little bit back in the States. I won't go into the details of that. And when remember when I told you they made me go be a cop for six months in the Marine Corps? I hung out with them some then. They had a couple of us that were doing their, their MP training then too. Devil Dogs, you Leon Grunts, you all these guys. You don't go drink with them. All right. No, Chris, Chris, don't ask why. Just trust me on this. It doesn't matter how big and tough and strong you think you are. No, I'm from Wisconsin. No, I know. And I love you. And I love Wisconsin. And I know that you love your beer in Wisconsin. And I, I get all that. The British Royal Marines approach it in a different way. In a different way. All right. And I'll just leave you with this, too. If you have to get in a fight, you definitely want them with you. You don't want to be against them, per se. Thankfully, we got along great. Benji, in Wisconsin, go. Yes, sir. We had uh, a, a, a tour to Russia in 1977, and I met a girl there. And then her parents built a house just four or five lots down from my house. And uh, a year later, we were hanging out and stuff, and... And we were, we were in the PG-13, PG-13, Benji, PG-13. The kids are listening. Go ahead. Well, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And, and, cause this is, it's an embarrassment thing. And her father comes in the garage to get ice cream. And we're in the garage and he just says, oh, excuse me. And then he closes the door and leaves after he gets his ice cream out of the, the chest freezer. It, it was a cooling moment. How's that? Hold on. I got lost there. Did I, Michael, Chris, I, you, neither of you? Do you, I missed something? I feel like maybe I missed something. You know what? We're going to blame that on, you know whose fault that was? Chris. That's whose fault it was. That's Chris's fault. We'll get back to the rest of, the, rest of these in just a second. That's the, I want to deal with this real quickly first, and we'll get back to your embarrassing stories. Jesse. Your description of a struggle session confirmed what I've been concerned about with my job for a long time. This is from last night. In case you're wondering what he's talking about, go download the podcast, iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. We talk about struggle sessions. I want to apply for leadership positions. I've been in an industry for 20 years, have my degree. I've been in management. I do well. There are good opportunities. However, my company has gone full woke. I'm left with just these opportunities to pass me by, but it's gut-wrenching because I have ambush ambitions. 
I look at other companies, but in the job descriptions, they all have the disclaimer that applicants will be considered regardless of whatever, sex, orientation, so on and so forth. What advice do you have for us anti-communists that would still like to advance in our careers? I would advise you to reach out to New Founding. That's what I would advise you to do. My friends at New Founding, trust me, their job right now is finding people like you a home or a place that shares your values, okay? All right, New Founding, for those who are going to email in and ask me. New Founding, trust me, those are good dudes. Now, before we get to your embarrassing stories, you know it's more embarrassing than uh, eating ice cream with your girlfriend's father, although I'm sure we messed up that one. You know what's more embarrassing than that? Starving to death. I can't imagine being so unprepared that the grocery store shuts down in your area for a month because the Chinese dropped an EMP and attacked our power grid, and you're begging your neighbors for food to feed your family. In the meantime, there's me across the street. I went to preparewithjessekelly.com before there was a problem, and I got an emergency three-month food kit for everyone in my home. So now it's me and the wife and the kids, and we're all there in the window of our house eating our delicious 2,000 calories a day, and we're looking at you starving in the street. We're thinking, man, that sucks. Oh, my gosh, I'm so full right now. If you would like your emergency three-month food kit 25% off, go to preparewithjessekelly.com, all right? Preparewithjessekelly.com. We'll be back. Fighting for your freedom every day. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday reminding you you can email your love, your hate, your death threats. All of it is welcome at jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I have to do just two quick PSAs here. One's about the communists. The other one's about just basics. And then we'll get back to your embarrassing stories. I saw this. For the first time in history, credit card debt for Americans has hit $1 trillion to be exact. One trillion and three billion dollars. That's according to the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. That big number made public as consumers brace for yet another potential rate hike as policymakers try to keep inflation in check. I understand that money problems are things people go through, and I understand this because I have gone through them more than once in my life, certainly in my adult life, when employment is unnecessary and bills pile up. And unexpected things happen. So I'm not, when I say this, I want you to understand that I understand. I get it. I've, I've been there, right? I've, I've had to put payments on a credit card before. I, I've been there. I, I know, I know. If it can be avoided, please do not put money on your credit card now. Unless you can pay it off every month. This is one of those numbers that nobody talks about. You've heard me mention it several times on the show, but it terrifies me. The personal debt that normal people are stacking up right now, trying to stay ahead of inflation until it comes down. What's happening is people are, okay, so I, I make uh, $50,000 a year, and I'm used to I'm used to taking the wife out to dinner once a month, and I'm used to getting this for the kiddos for Christmas, and we're, we got to go visit our mother down at Virginia Beach once a year, and we have to do, so that's what I make. All of a sudden, 18% inflation hits that guy, and now, even if he can't exactly quantify it, 
He's having a hard time doing all the things he's always done. Wait, I make a brisket every Sunday. Why, why can't I afford that anymore? So people, instead of cutting back, they're piling on credit card debt to try to keep up with how they've lived before. And I know that sucks. I sympathize. Please don't do it. Don't do it. Credit card debt, it just... It's backbreaking. Any debt. But it's not. It's, I know it's hard to avoid that sometimes. I'm trying to be nice and sympathetic for once. Look how nice I am, Chris. It's because I've gone through it. I know. Just put the credit cards away. All right? Put the credit cards away. Now, one more thing before we get back to your most embarrassing stories. You've heard them talk about global boil, boiling and how this ice sheet in Greenland is melting. It's ne- It's almost gone. Oh my gosh, the rise of the oceans from the, the the melting ice sheets. Have you ever talked to your liberal aunt Peggy? The the crazy communist you work with or your aunt or someone like that and have they ever mentioned the melting ice caps? Oh my gosh, they're melting. Well, I want you to think about that. And I want you to also think about this. How many times we've discussed that you can't meet these people halfway. In fact, it's important that you do not. And the reason you can't meet these people halfway is you don't help you and you actually don't help them if you step out of the world that is real and into a world of make-believe. You don't help somebody by stepping into their delusions with them. That doesn't help either of you. It hurts you both. That Greenland ice sheet that's shrinking and melting... Yeah, it's actually way bigger than normal right now. Bigger than it's been in quite some time, as a matter of fact. It's not shrinking, it's growing. Your liberal Aunt Peggy, with all the things she's sure about and all the disasters that are almost here, she actually is in a world of make-believe. And it's really important for you and her that you don't join her there, all right? Really important you don't join her there. Now, before we get to these embarrassing stories again, embarrassing stories from you, I again, I did it earlier in the first hour. I want to do it again. This Gold Star Mom reads the names of our fallen warriors. I want it read again, and I think it's more appropriate for her to do it than me. Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover. Sergeant. By the way, I should note, I'll let her start again. When she reads Lopez, that's her son. That's her baby boy. Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover. Sergeant Nicole G. Sergeant Johanny Pachardo. Staff Sergeant Ryan Naus. Corporal Dagan Page. Corporal Humberto Sanchez. Corporal Hunter Lopez. Hospital Corpsman Maxin Soviet. Lance Corporal Corrine Nakui. Lance Corporal Dylan Marola. Lance Corporal Jared Schmidt, Lance Corporal David Espinoza, Lance Corporal Riley McCollum. And then I want to play you what Joe Biden said when asking about no, no, all the evidence is coming back there. Remember what I said about Afghanistan? I said Al-Qaeda would not be there. I said it wouldn't be there. I said we'd get help from the Taliban. What's happening now? What's going on? Read your press. I was right. Thanks. 
So, so, so the, the report is from the State Department, actually, about the withdrawal. That's Joe Biden getting lippy with reporters for daring to ask about the failure of Afghanistan, the disaster that got those 13 warriors killed. I just thought it was appropriate once again to remind everybody who leads this country. All right, 877-377-4373. I want your most embarrassing stories. I'm going to get to all of them. We'll get to all of them here in just a minute. And a little celebration. A little celebration because Anheuser-Busch is now being forced to sell several of its beer brands. Did you know that? Shock Top, Breckenridge, Blue Point, Ten Barrel, Red Hook, Widmer, Square Mile Cider, and Highball Energy. All of them going bye-bye. Selling off assets because you put your money where your morals are. Be proud of yourself. All right. Embarrassing stories. Next. Hang on. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and reminding you that you can download the podcast of the show on iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. Your most embarrassing story, Brian, New York, go. This was a business dinner, right? And these, uh, I had the business company credit card. These dudes flew in from all over the country, and they were eating like they were going to the electric chair in the morning. <laughs> and the waiter brought the bill over, and I'm looking at the bill saying, no way, man. The, guy, the waiter had an Ice Cube T-shirt on. He looked, he looked exactly like Jesse Kelly. So I said to the waiter, are you Jesse Kelly? He goes, yeah, I'm Jesse Kelly, but pay the bill because i got to go break dancing with my crew in a little while. So I said, listen, still, you shouldn't run up the score. Now the waiter looks at me, and he goes, do you know who Steve from Manhattan is? I said, oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. The guy, I thought it was him, too. It's that same guy. Mark in Idaho, go. Hey, so when I was un- unmarried and in my 20s, I was traveling to a business conference uh, in the computer industry. So I check in the hotel. I'm riding the elevator up to my room, and these two young girls, good-looking girls about my age, get in the elevator. Well, I forgot I happened to be traveling with a t-shirt that a friend of mine had given me that said nbc sports on it so the girls go oh my gosh do you work for nbc mm-hmm. i'm like yes i do <laughs> and, and they go oh my gosh how long you've been working there oh it's been a while well what do you do there well i'm sorry you can't ask that question the elevator's got to my room and so uh to my floor so i have to I have to go but maybe some other time well later that evening was a, it was the industry mixer happy hour i go into the room those two girls were oh. in there with a bunch of friends, and they said, "Oh my gosh, you're the guy that works at NBC. Come oh. here, come here. Well, I want to introduce you to my friends and tell us what you do there." And I said, "I will, but first I need to go get a drink." Oh. And I turn around and I walk out of the room, and I never went back. <laughs> and, and for the next three days, for the next three days at this conference, my head is on a swivel, trying looking out for these girls. <laughs> Anytime I saw them, I had a duck out of the way so I didn't catch their catch their eye. And my <laughs> lesson learned, always tell the truth was my lesson that's, that's a good lesson. Or, in lieu of that, business cards. Remember, I've told you before, my buddy who got business cards, he had fake ones printed, so it wasn't the most honest thing in the world, but effective. Now, Cindy, Wisconsin, Go. Hey, Jesse. Um, yeah, so I um, I live in a very remote area in Wisconsin, and, uh, I, and I live on, when I first moved here, I lived on a dead-end road, and this was about three or four years ago, but on a dead-end road on a river, but I had no air conditioning in this old renovated cabin, so I come home from work on 
uh, and it's just me and, and a couple of cats. So I come home from work on Labor Day. It's hot. So I'm pulling off my clothes, and I'm dressed. I'm an engineer, so I have to wear you know, fairly decent clothing. Anyway, I'm pulling it off, and I'm buck naked, and I let the cats out. It's all good. And five minutes later, because they're indoor outdoor cats. Anyway, I open the screen door, and this cabin's close to the river because it's old. It's about 20 feet away. I mean, this is a dead end road. No neighbors or anything. I open the screen to let him in, and I look up, and I'm looking right at my neighbor across the river. Oh. I am buck naked, full oh. frontal, and he's fishing 20 feet away from me. <laughs> and I look him in the eyes, and I am not joking. It was like I slammed the door, <laughs> and I, I, I went down. I, I turned to the side, and then I kind of can't, like, you know, a commando crawled into the bedroom. <laughs> And I'm trying to figure out how am I going to resolve this <laughs> at the whole time. And I'm laughing, but I'm also like so embarrassed. So it's like, <laughs> I'm going to put, so put on a tank top and shorts. And i got to resolve this. i got to end it. Because I don't want to wake up and look down up river and find out there's like on a Friday or something on a weekend. And look, and there's like five guys looking back at me from a campfire or something, you know, with their... You know, I, I got binoculars. I'm looking, and they're looking back. It's not good. And I, I, I don't want this guy to think I'm a purse. So anyway, I'm crawling. Toward, I got it. I put on the tank top and shorts, and I'm laughing. It's like I take a bigger shot of Jack Daniels, and I walk out on my patio. It's like, hey, neighbor. Well, it did travel across the river. Now, I'm a, I'm a tr- corporate trader. I can project my voice. I'm a loud chick. So I'm like, hey, neighbor. He's already pulling his boat up. So I must have scared the, the crap out of him. He's pulling his boat up, leaving. He's running away. I'm like, hey, neighbor, he looks at me. He's like, hey, man, I didn't mean to flash you. Just let them know that I'm not a pervert and I'm not trying to get attention. <laughs> but it was one of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to me, but it's also funny. Anyway, that never became a problem again, but I always look up before I, I looked out. I run around you the know- house naked, yes, it's fine. It's- the best Dead part of that story, yeah, Cindy, yeah, is picturing you commando crawling through the cabin back I to did. your room. That, that's outstanding. That's just as good as it gets. Sean in Mobile. Gosh, I got to get down to Mobile. Go, Sean. Hey, Jesse. I was 14 years old. My mama bought me a mini bike with a pull cord. My friends all had real motorcycles with kickstarts. We were on a big dirt hill. They're about to build a new shopping center. Cop pulls up. We weren't supposed to be there. Friends kick one time. Boom, they're gone. Cop walks up to me while I'm pulling the cord. He said, you got to choke it. Then he turned and walked away. Mm. <laughs> Headline, Tampa mayor makes $1.1 million cocaine catch while fishing in the Florida Keys with the family. Her name's Jane Castor. And the story is that she was out fishing with her family and she found 25 bricks of cocaine, $1.1 million of cocaine. So I just want to say a couple things here. It's best not to be a cynic in life. You don't want to be a cynic. But at the same time, you don't want to be naive either. 
you want to be aware. And I just want to say this. If you believe that a politician who exists in their position of power by being elected by the people, if you believe that a politician randomly came across 25 bricks of cocaine while fishing off the Florida Keys, I would like for you to reach out to the Jesse Kelly Show because I have a bridge I'd love to sell you. I have some oceanfront property in Arizona. Thank you, George Strait, for that line. I've got some outstanding deals for you at bargain bottom prices. But if you're the type of person who actually believes that the Tampa mayor caught 25 bricks of cocaine, you're somebody I want to do business with. Shannon, Texas, go. Hey, Jesse. One time when I was a kid, my father graduated from the Naval Academy at 55. He was a lieutenant commander on the sub. When he retired, we were stationed in Brazil. We were coming back to the U.S. We're in Bogota, Colombia. My sister's 16. I'm 14. And they were searching my sister's purse while we were waiting at the terminal. They found a tampon. They had never seen one. They opened it up. My dad looked at him and he said, uh, you pull the string and it goes, boom. <laughs> you should have seen them all. All the Europeans were going, oh, my God, this is terrible. And my sister was freaking out. And finally, a, a woman security officer showed up. She goes, guys, just leave them alone. Leave them alone. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was so sad. I felt worse than my sister. But my dad, he challenges everybody. <laughs> He's this crazy guy. Uh, you know what's terrible? I mean, I love having sons, but I'll never have the opportunity to do that stuff to daughters. With sons, I do. Just the other day, I went on a ruck outside where I put some weight in a pack. Started to do that more and more now. Starting to just—it's good for the heart, good for the muscles, good for the back. And it's hot out down here, and the sun's out. So I take this. I admit it's not the best looking brimmed hat. Certainly nothing nice. Not like a cowboy hat. And I put it on, and I happen to have long socks on with my shorts. And I put on sunglasses and I have my pack on and I'm walking out the front door and the wife and kids, they go, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not leaving the house like that in our neighborhood around our neighbors. And I said, wait, yeah, why wouldn't I? And I just left. And apparently Ob told the boys when I left that I'm the most confident human being she's ever met in her entire lifetime. I don't understand why I would change it. it the hat has to be effective. I'm working out. I'm not going to prom effective anyway. If I had a daughter, I think about all the various ways I would be able to embarrass her and how much fun that would be. And those, those opportunities are denied me now. I've jaded my kids to the point where my sons, it doesn't even work anymore. All right. Speaking of family, I have something fun for the family to do together and healthy. And then we'll get back to the rest of these. We'll wrap these up. Then we'll do headlines and then we'll check out. Mantis X. Weapons practice with the family. That's as fun as it gets. While at the same time knowing everyone's getting healthier. It's like a family walk or a family workout. With Mantis X, you're making sure you're getting fast and deadly. And your family's having fun while you do it. The competition makes it great. They keep track of your score. And it's not target practice. They're putting you through drills. You're going to go through drills. It will get you ready. All you have to do is go to MantisX.com. MantisX.com. Don't hope you're ready. Make sure you're ready. MantisX.com. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC.
It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I'm going to do two things real quick before I'll let you finish with your embarrassing stories. First thing is Arizona Coalition launches effort to get abortion rights on the ballot. I just want to say that when the right faces down cultural issues, they will immediately navel gaze and him and haw and stress about all the people they might turn off if they get if they get too what's that word they love extreme if they get too extreme the communists the people who've been winning they never have that conversation they never stress about that at all it's moving the cultural ball forward at all times attacking without end attack 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 the right Oh, whoa, not too far. Whoa, is that doing it the right way? Hey, what if this turns off independence? Only one person plans on victory in the end. The other person wants to lose gracefully, though, and look good while they do it. That's why I call them the low TGOP. That's why they're all going to be on chalk. My mission in life is to have them all on chalk. If you could get everybody in the GOP to start taking a male vitality stack from chalk, I might just quit tomorrow. 20% increase in their testosterone in 90 days? What a difference. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. Think you'd see a difference? Uh, Look, everything else aside, you know how much better your mind works? How much more awake and focused and energized and logical do you are? Do you know that's part of logical thinking, fellas? CHOQ.com. Promo code JESSE. Female vitality stack for the ladies. Male one for the men, obviously. Chuck.com, promo code JESSE, get you 35% off subscriptions. Stop thinking about it and go get yours now, all right? Your embarrassing stories. John, Waterloo, go. Yes, I was at my in-laws one day uh, shortly after Christmas. My son was uh, born in October. So about two months later, we were opening at Christmas time, opening Christmas presents, and all my in-laws commented how smart my child was and in front of all my in-laws i mentioned that uh the intelligence comes from my side of the family (laughs) i thought i was gonna get killed (laughs) that's so good i do that stuff all the time dan and cheyenne or uh, dan and wyoming go hey jesse i am calling from my brand new pure talk phone on pure talk service the hardest part of getting it was getting my former carrier to drop it, my mm. former service. But I grew well, which, up in West Texas, and I was down at, uh, downtown with my family. I was probably eight years old, and it was one of those old-time uh, department stores, and they had mannequins in the window, and like I said, I was about eight, and the mannequin was up on a little stand, so it was uh-oh. up a little bit. So I looked underneath the skirt to see what might be under underneath the <laughs> skirt. And I even reached up it up there, and of course there was nothing up there, you know. And I pulled my head out, and there's two guys right outside the window of this <laughs> department store on the street, looking in at me with my head underneath the skirt of the mannequin. And I turned and I ran away from that. <laughs> I'm sorry, that sucks, Bruce in Boston. Go, Bruce. Hey, Jesse Duke. Yeah, so this was back right around when the Challenger crashed. It was about a week before the Challenger crashed with Kristen McCullough in there. Anyways, yep. I'm going all the way from Montreal across Canada in that nasty weather. 
I make it all the way through Reynolds Pass, Dead Man's Pass, and I get all the way to Vancouver, where I'm going to turn left and go south into Seattle area, Tacoma. And I had to go to the bathroom so bad, and the men's room was locked. And so I went in the ladies' room. There was nobody in there. I checked mm. first, and I went in and sat down. And this woman came in and sat down in the, st- the stall next to me, and she must have saw my boots, and she screamed bloody murder. And I said, oh. ma'am, I just went through hell, and all I wanted to do was go to the bathroom, and I had to go. I'm not going to go out on the sidewalk. Like, like now it would be acceptable, like San Francisco, right, Jesse? <laughs> but I... I all I wanted to do was go to the bathroom, and I had to go so bad it was it was killing me. And that was my giddy-up. I got out of there, I got in my truck, and I got the hell out of there. Imagine what you'd feel like as a woman if you went into a public restroom and saw a dude next to you. You would have immediately the worst thoughts, right? All right, final one. We're out of time. Alex, Washington, go. Yes, I was a rookie, just got hired on the fire department. I was 21 years old. And at that time, when the officer said something, all you did is say, yes, sir. So we just got back from a medical call, and the captain called me over and said, Alex. And I went, yes, sir. He says, you run up to the hospital because I forgot something. And I said, what do you want me to get? And he said, fallopian tubes. So I ran up to the hospital, and I walked in the door, and, of course, the captain told him I was coming. And I had this, the doctors and the nurses were just howling on the ground because I went up to get sloping tubes. Oh, that's, I, I will tell you, it's why I love firehouses. It's why I've always gotten along with firemen. They're just, that's my type of area. And now, here's a headline. By the, go, you know the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Air horns and moving trucks. How Oakland, California residents are facing a surge in crime. Are they facing it by voting a different way? Or are they voting Democrat every time? Because that's really the only part I care about. Okay, get your air horns. Get your moving trucks. You keep voting for it. Georgia DA expected to charge Trump under anti-mafia RICO law. Yet another completely ridiculous charge over the top. The entire world is watching as Trump's about to get indicted the fourth time. But remember, none of these communists care that it's ridiculous, that it looks bad because the communist... He only cares about power, rewarding his friends, smashing his enemies. That's the problem. That's what we're up against while we're doing things the right way. Remote work gave them a reprieve from racism. They don't want to go back. Oh, look, another excuse for somebody to not want to go to work. 74-year-old Italian cheesemaker crushed to death by a cascade of falling cheese wheels. That's exactly how I want to go. Small business outlook remains dismal. For the 19th straight month, yes, a reminder, every time they talk about the great economy, they're only talking about the big corporations that work for the Democrats. Small business has been gutted in this country. You have not been gutted. You've been enjoying three hours of the Jesse Kelly Show, and it will return tomorrow, tomorrow. That's all. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.